Welcome to Varsity Voices, the 12-episode podcast series that gives student-athletes a platform to voice their personal experiences both on the field and in the classroom. Get ready as host Haley Johnson introduces a new guest each episode every Wednesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. to dive deeper behind the factors that influence student-athlete success. So grab a snack, get comfortable, and get ready to hear some Varsity Voices. Welcome to the first episode of Varsity Voices. I'm your host, Haley Johnson. This is a 12-episode podcast series for my capstone class at Piedmont University. Join me every Wednesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. to hear a new episode and guest as we talk about factors influencing student-athlete success. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, Marissa Tagan, a senior nursing major at Piedmont University. Marissa played on the women's soccer team at Piedmont and just wrapped up her very last season of soccer. In this first episode, we're going to discuss the issues faced between professors and coaches. Before we get started, a quick message. Sports, an activity that showcases athletes' passion and skill. But what about the people watching? Join myself, Macadrowski, every Friday at 4 for Fandemonium, the 12-episode podcast series that puts the fans in the spotlight. Find out what makes fans the heartbeat of the sports experience through their passion, pride, and dedication. Episodes will be posted every Friday at 4 p.m. Listen at War Podcast Productions wherever you get your podcasts and join in on the Fandemonium. Marissa, welcome to Varsity Voices. It's good to be here. I'm honored to be your first <laughs> Aww, guest. So sweet. Marissa is also one of my very good friends, so I was lucky to get her on the pod. And roommate. Yeah, and roommate. So if you can just go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah, so my name is Marissa, obviously. Um, I'm from Columbus, Georgia, originally, and I've lived there all my life. Um, I knew, well, going into college, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to play college soccer or not because I knew that nursing was what I wanted to do, and I didn't know how possible that was to do both at the same time. And I know that my end goal was nursing, so if that meant I had to give up soccer, I was willing to do that. So I didn't really look around at too many schools to play soccer at. It was more just like where I would go academically. Um, I thought about staying at home, but I was kind of like really shy and quiet in high school, and I wanted to like do something that would take me out of my comfort zone and like make me more independent and stuff like that. So then I found Piedmont actually at State Cup, um, the old assistant coach, emailed me and I had never even heard of Piedmont before but I started looking into the school and um, I came on a visit here and I really liked Timmy our head coach he was like my favorite coach I've ever met he was super cool I watched a game and I really liked how he was like instead of just like yelling it would be like yeah you did this wrong but here's how you can fix it kind of thing because I've had coaches in the past that were just like you suck. <laughs> and that never feels good. Yeah. So I really liked the way he coached. Um, I met some really cool people. Like I went through the whole um, recruiting process with Alyssa Lauder and um, she played on our rival uh, team, <laughs> a Red Stars rival team. That's my club. And who you played against me with. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't remember. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um but so like I met her and I did the whole recruiting process with her. So like we became pretty good friends and we would always talk at games and ID camps. And then I just decided that 
I wanted to give it a shot to like play soccer and also do nursing because it just seemed really possible to do it here and I was excited about that so yeah. Did you talk to anyone that was already on the team that were already nursing majors like get kind of an input of how they were handling it? Um no not really I don't think I talked to anybody I just my first two years here it was a lot of people would find out that I was a nursing major and they would say, good luck. And I'd be like, cool. (laughs) That's awesome. But I mean, I like a challenge and it was like, I wanted to prove to everyone that I could do it. And, uh, I had seen a lot of people struggle and I was worried that I was going to struggle too. But honestly, you know, it's been like the hardest thing in my life to have to do both of these, but it's been well worth it. And I really enjoyed my time here, you know, like I love Piedmont and all the people that I've met here and I wouldn't change it if I had to go back. I wouldn't do anything different. Like I would still come here. So so what does your typical schedule look like when you're in soccer season and as well doing the nursing program? Uh, so it kind of changes, but for the most part, this is the rough schedule. Um, Mondays and Tuesdays are clinical days. And so that means no classes on those days. You won't always have clinicals on the Monday and Tuesday, but, you know, just depends on the week. It changes every week. And uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are classes all day. Like Thursdays, I start at 8. Wednesdays and Fridays, I start at 9. And they'll go to like 11 or 12. So we're in there for like four hours. And um, when we're doing clinicals, it's like uh, 6.30 roughly a.m. that we have to be at our clinical site, and then we'd usually get let out around 3-ish, and they're not always close. Like, I only had one clinical at Habersham, so all the other ones were like a 30-minute to an hour drive. Out but, in Athens, right? Yeah. Um, that's mm-hmm. the farthest that I've been. I've been to Athens. I've been to Brazelton. I've been to Gainesville. Um, been to Tacoa. Um, and then, like I said, I had a, a couple string of clinicals at Habersham, which was a five-minute drive, and that was very nice. <laughs> but all the rest were like an hour. And soccer, pretty much practice every day. You know, we do get some free days here and there, and it'll just depend on, like, when we're traveling or, you know, if we have out-of-town games or stuff like that. But that's that's roughly what the schedule looks like. When it comes to studying, when did you find time to open a book and do what you needed to do? Especially, I mean, because you guys were having late practices, like 8 to 10 p.m. for soccer, and then you had class and clinicals during the day. When would you sit down and study? Um, So we didn't really have that many weekend games, I feel like. And if we did, they were always mostly out of town. I feel like we didn't have that many home weekend games. So if we were away... On the weekends, I would really use, like, the time that we're on the bus or, like, if we're in the hotel, go down to the lobby or even in my room. How was that, Uh, like, surrounded by the rest of the team, though? um, Well, so a lot of the team, actually, now, I feel like my freshman year, it wasn't so many. This sounds bad. So many people. (laughs) It wasn't as, like, many people that... uh, really wanted to do really well academically yeah you know we had a lot of they were just there to pass yeah yeah and now I feel like we have a lot more people who are like 4.0 students and so it's gotten to a point where like you'll see a a lot of people in the lobbies or you know at the front of the bus um 
so a lot of our team will use that kind of time to study. But I mean, when we went to Seattle and um, I got really sick, I had COVID actually. And well, I think allegedly <laughs> a bunch and, of people got sick. right? Yeah. Like half the team got sick mm. and um, I was like coughing all night and I had a big test the next week and I was keeping my roommates up by coughing. Tried to call Haley Johnson. She didn't answer. Oh, look, okay. I'm <laughs> sorry. My ringer was off. I thought it was on. <laughs> anyway, so I knew I had a big test. So I literally went down to the lobby, stayed down there till like 3 a.m. studying and fell asleep at one of the computers. But that's a story for a different time. Wow. Um, <laughs> Hey, got yeah. it done, though. Right. Yeah. How'd you do on the test? I'm pretty sure I passed. Okay, I've, okay. I've only failed, like, one or two tests in nursing school, so I'm pretty sure I passed. But, yeah, weekends a lot, and then usually, like, if we have a big test coming up, usually our tests are, like, well, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So, like, if we had a, pra- a late practice on Tuesday a lot of times, we'd all miss practice and just go study. We spend a lot of hours in the Sewell building. Um, that's our place to go. But, yeah, I think weekends mostly, um, but, you know, you just got to find time. And if we have a late practice and I don't have clinical on a Monday or Tuesday or whatever, then, you know, use that morning time. Use the time before practice. Use the time after practice, even if it's 11, 12, 1 a.m. Just kind of whenever. Yeah, just whenever, whenever I could find the time. When it comes to things outside of your academics and athletics more of like a social setting and friends what kind of things did you have to sacrifice when your time was taken so much studying for the nursing program and also spending your time out on the soccer field I'm I'm not a that much of a social person I am but to an extent this girl likes her sleep and I will go (laughs) to bed I will go to bed at 10 p.m and I get heckled all the time Marissa, come out of your room. And I'm like, no, I'm tired. Leave me alone. I don't understand the hard schedule. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, some, I mean, Abby does. And, you know, my roommate, Abby, she's a nursing major and that girl can function off 30 minutes of sleep. I don't know how yeah, she does it. That's I crazy. Am, I am not that person. I need my seven to eight hours. I need well rest of time. But I was pretty used to having to give up part of my social life because, like, you know, my friends would get together on weekends in high school and I'd have club games or, you know, I'd be in Atlanta or... So I was pretty used to that. And, like, I didn't go to a single homecoming because we had a soccer tournament that that specific day every single for four years. I was already kind of used to that schedule, but then I feel like I came out of my shell a little more in college and I kind of did want to hang out with my friends a little more, but, you know... Yeah, it's something you're kind of used to already. Yeah, so it wasn't that hard of an adjustment for me, but you know, for some people, it might be like a, a real problem in their life that they're super social and want to go out all the time and do all these things. And it's not just like going out and partying or whatever. It, even if you just like want to take a day trip to Atlanta, sometimes you just have to give up those things for to succeed academically. And that's always been like my biggest drive and like. I came here to get a piece of paper at the end of the day. Like these friendships like mean so much to me and I'll cherish them forever and I'll talk to you guys forever. Like y'all are like my family now, but you know, I'm here to get a job done essentially, like to get that piece of paper that says I can go work because no place lets you really work anywhere that's worth working without that degree. All right, Marissa, hang tight. Listeners, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break, but keep listening. We'll be right back with Varsity Voices. Hello, beautiful people. 
Have you ever wanted to learn more about how disabilities and chronic illnesses are advocated on social media? Well, tune in to Digital Activism, hosted by Caden Nelms, every Friday at 5. Each week, Caden will have a guest talk about their experiences seeing activism on social media and even how they themselves advocate online. New episodes will be available every Friday at 5 on all major podcast streaming platforms. All right, we're back with Varsity Voices. I have Marissa Tagan here, a senior nursing major at Piedmont University, also a member of the Piedmont women's soccer team. So Marissa, just to continue our conversation here, what have you done to keep up with your mental health to make sure that that's all good and in check? Um, I think that admitting that you're, you know, not okay and that you need a day is is the most important thing. Um, I've had lots of days where I just started crying for no reason. <laughs> but that's okay, like, you know, school gets overwhelming, soccer gets overwhelming, you know. It was, um, honestly, my biggest savior is Timmy, our head coach. Like, you know, if I just needed a day, you know, he'd let me have it, no questions asked, and that was really, um, you know, nice of him. Like, he didn't have to do that. He's here to win soccer games, so, you know, he didn't. He doesn't have to care about us like he does, which is really nice that he does, and I'm really glad about that. But I think just, like, finding time for yourself. Like, for me, I don't know how I would have survived nursing school without soccer, because, like, we have a lot of people in our nursing program that are like, oh, I don't know how you play a sport and are in the nursing program. And I'm like, you have four kids at home. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> like, I feel like those people, like, go home and they don't have, like, an outlet like I did with soccer. Like, soccer was my time to just, like, not worry about nursing, like, not worry about what was going on in the classroom, and I could just, like, focus on that. So that was really helpful to me. And then, like, you know, some of my nursing friends, like, they like to stay up and not cram, but, you know, they'll stay up basically the whole night before a test. And I know that that does not work for me. If I do not sleep, I will not remember anything. So, like, just knowing when it was time to put the books down and get some sleep because I either know the information or I don't. And, yeah, at the end of the day, I just knew that, I like, I had learned all that I could and I had studied all that I could and I was gonna need that time to sleep and get my mental health back before I had to take a test so who kind of helped you steer your mental health and make sure that it was okay like you mentioned Timmy like how he was a good supporter to you and your academics and knowing like hey she might need a break um she's dealing with a lot right now um was there anyone else that kind of helped you or if you want to talk more about Timmy like the kinds of things that like he was okay with you missing or yeah I think honestly all my friends here and even like my family like I'd call my mom and you know she'd talk me down off the ledge and she'd be like you know it's only right now and that's what I tell myself every semester I'm like it's like four months I can get through four months and then I get to go home and not think about nursing not think about soccer for a month you know what I mean like I can get in I can get through anything for four months for like 12 weeks or you know like 16 that. weeks like that's just what I would tell myself and you know my mom's the kind of person that's like being supportive and like helping me and my dad's like 
you have to prove everyone wrong you know like gotta be the best yeah he's like you are the marissa tegan yeah he's like (laughs) when i took the cpa exam (laughs) then everybody told me that i was gonna fail and i passed it just to prove to everyone that i could do it and i'm like okay dad hey motivation yeah you know exactly and i and i'm like that a little bit too like everyone telling me that it was so hard and you know a lot of people couldn't do it was fuel to my fire but and honestly, just my roommates, like, it was really helpful for me to have, like, Abby Ryan. She's my roommate. She's on the women's soccer team. She is in the nursing program as well. So she understands what I'm going through, and yeah. she understands how I'm feeling. And it's nice to be able to just, like, vent to that person who knows what you're feeling and knows what you're going through. And, um, yeah, but all my roommates, you know, I'd come home after a long day and just be like, it's not the day. Like leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, been one of those. Yeah, so I feel like we're good about that. We know like when we're not in the mood to hang out and talk. So honestly, everyone in my life has been super supportive and like helped me get to where I am. I heard that the nursing program was very supportive of student athletes until this most recent semester this past fall during the end of soccer season. Can you kind of explain what had happened? Yeah, so basically before our class, you know, we only had, in the in the most recent class that graduated, we only had one um, nursing major on the soccer team. And before that, I think we had one or two. And so I feel like, and right now there's five of us, I think. Wow. And um, a lot of other athletes, not just us in the class, but we're the biggest, um, we have the most people out of a sport. Um, and, you know, we went to class one day and they set this piece of paper in front of us. And it basically just said that if we missed two or more classes, then we were going to have to um, come in for a meeting and um, basically just like talk about our grades or like if we would be able to continue in the program or not because of the attendance. And some of us, I feel like I handled it well. <laughs> Some other people, maybe not so much. It was it was made us angry because, you know, they've, they've well, been... Go ahead. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but when they say absences, they're referring to sporting absences. Because I know most universities in their syllabus, they say, like, if you play a sport and you're an athlete, your absence does not count against you if you have to miss for a sporting event. So I just wanted to clarify, like, the nursing program saying, like, it is going to count against you if you miss for a sporting event. Yeah, this was unexcused absences, excused absences. This was all the above. So, you know, it not only, it felt like a target against us, but it's also like, okay, we have people in our class that have four kids at home. What if they get sick twice a semester? Like, then they're in jeopardy of getting kicked out. Like, it just, a lot of us were super angry and maybe didn't handle it in the uh, way we should have. I, I kind of get where they're coming from, you know, like it's not just missing a 50 minute class. It's missing a four hour class. Yeah. That's a lot of material. And, uh, it's hard to catch up on that when you miss it. So I understand that, but it's like at that point in the semester, we've been in the nursing program for two, two and a half years now. Like it just seemed kind of silly to make a policy change halfway through the semester when we were about to enter into our um, state finals, like our end of the year tournament. And we didn't know who 
we would be playing or like when and they were like well we need to know that kind of thing and we were like well we don't know it like we can't tell you like it just depends on who ends first who ends fourth you know everything in between so that was frustrating and you know like I said I don't think all of us handled it that well that well myself included I was pretty quick to anger and so we talked about it and they basically told us that as long as our grades were okay after those two like missed absences then we would be okay it was more for like the people who were missing class and also not doing well but at the same time like like I said I just don't get the change halfway through the semester and yeah like what was their motive I mean was anyone failing at the moment or like was there a specific student like just not showing up for class So I heard that the reason why they made this policy was because people were not showing up to, like, labs and class and stuff. But I never noticed that or, like, witnessed that. So Mm. I don't know how factual that is. Like, I mean, somebody could have been missing a lot or, you know, whatever. They could have had an actual reason. I just never saw that reason. How could you see this new policy within the nursing program at Piedmont affecting future students who are also athletes? Honestly, I could see a lot of athletes either quitting their sport or not coming to Piedmont. It's being told to them that they can't do both. Because I know, at least for the athletes in the nursing program right now, um, a big reason why most of us came to Piedmont is because they said that we could do both. And a lot of universities make you choose. And, you know, like playing a sport was part of us and we wanted to continue to do that so that's why we chose Piedmont because they told us we could do both and so like having that thrown in our face and like telling us without telling us that we have to choose you know what I mean like I get it academics come first and I'll always put academics first at the end of the day like there's got to be a little give from both like I feel like I was giving up so much of soccer and none of nursing like there was no balance and so I I mean I That was a big question that we asked them. We were like, are you going to tell people coming into the nursing program that this is the attendance policy and, you know, it's going to, like, make them suffer? What was their response? Are they going to tell people? I mean, they're going to have to tell people, but they don't really give us, like, a straight-up answer of if they're going to let. Because our question was, are you going to let athletes in the program? Because if you're going to do this to athletes, you should just not let them in the program at all. Yeah. And there wasn't like a really a straight up answer, but you know, we'll see how that pans out. We're going to take another short break. When we come back, we'll recap today's episode and find out who will be featured on Varsity Voices next episode. Hey, ever wondered what happens when a sports fan has a mic in their face? Well, tune in on Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. for Pardon My Overmodulating, the loud and proud sports talk show hosted by Matt Kudrowski. Every show features bold takes, fiery passion, and a chance for you to join in on the debate. So mark your calendar, set an alarm, do anything to make sure you don't miss Pardon My Overmodulating every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Hosted by Matt Kudrowski on Z98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. Welcome back to Varsity Voices. I'm Haley Johnson. I have Marissa Tagan here with me today. So for this episode, we kind of went over the struggles between professors and coaches, not specifically coaches, but issues that student athletes were facing within their professors that ultimately affected their time on the field or their academics in the classroom. Marissa, I just want to wrap up and ask you, what advice would you give an aspiring student athlete who's wanting to pursue both the nursing program and a sport? I would give them two pieces of advice. 
One is don't let other people's perception of something change what you do about it. Like I said, a lot of people told me, good luck, you'll never be able to do that. And um, I'm doing it. So, you know, that's cool. So just like find out for yourself, you know, like a lot of people are able to do things they never thought they'd be able to. And the second piece of advice is um, be willing to give up other areas of your life to get what you want. So like, you know, you can give up your social life for two years to get where you want in life, and then you'll have the rest of your life to be social. You know what I mean? So, Well, Marissa, thank you so much for being on the first episode of Varsity Voices. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it, too. Ready to hear some more Varsity Voices? Episode 2 will feature student-athlete Chloe Spradlin, a mass communications and sport communications double major and women's soccer player at Piedmont University. Thank you for listening to Varsity Voices, hosted by Haley Johnson. Join us next time to hear a new guest speak on their personal journey and experiences as a student-athlete. Expect new episodes every Wednesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.